Good morning, everyone. We are happy. It is Monday. It is Mindset Monday. This is the day that we kind of make sure we're on track before we actually get on the train. So we're going to chat about that today. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Bus, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, a.k.a. Lamasiva 5.0. And excuse me, I started my organization, so to speak, uh, yesterday, and I got a lot of exercise just running up and down stairs. It's all good. Uh, and the one thing that I really did at least once a week, if I'm not keeping up with my email, I make sure I go through it and <clears throat> just go through it and just get rid of st stuff that maybe I've signed up for that I forgot that I get 5,000 emails for. Anyways, long story short, I'm up, up to date with my email and that is such a fantastic feeling. And I had a conversation with someone whose um, name shall remain nameless. And we were talking about email and she says, ah, you know, I don't worry about that. Is, I have over 15,000 emails. And I was like, <laughs> and trust me, I've been there. So, um, you know, but I have to, I really have to keep on top of the email. So even if I, you know, I'm glancing at email, but, um, <laughs> you know, I see it come in. But of course, you get sidetracked, you're busy throughout the day. So I've instituted new uh, protocol for myself, so to speak. So that really is kind of sets the tone for work projects and stuff like that. So I'm psyched. Well, that's awesome. That's a great way to start uh, your Monday and Monday mindset, keeping organized. And we always talk about taking different st strategies and steps that are going to help you prepare for the week, which you actually should have started on Sunday because Sunday is actually technically the first day of the week. Uh, I generally try to do what uh, review all my appointments on Sunday night for the week. I do it in two segments. I spend about 15 minutes uh, double checking to make sure that my phone and my physical calendar, which I use both, coordinates because a lot of times, you know, we miss something. We depend on our uh, mobile devices but also some of us depend on our physical devices, meaning a calendar and or appointment book, planner, whatever it may be, whatever you're using. And in addition to that, a lot of people also use a pocket planner. So they've got the pocket planner in their, you know, purse or, you know, whatever they're carrying, uh, man's air purse, you know, whatever anyone's carrying, backpack, fanny pack. So you've got that and then you've got your mobile device and then you got your physical one that you may leave on your desk or whatever. And on top of that, you may even have a travel one and you may even have like an iPad that you actually put it on. So there's a lot of different things, devices, paperwork, books, planners, agendas that we want to make sure that we're all coordinating. So you should try to spend about 15 minutes with that and uh, on the weekly ones. But I also do on Sunday night, it's only spent about five minutes or so, but I still do it is I look at long-term, meaning the rest of the month. You know, do I have any quick conflicts that I know of? Do I have to make an adjustment in my schedule uh, because you don't want any last minute glitches in that? And then I'll spend about another five minutes on looking at the quarter. So I do, you know, it's probably about a half hour segment or so on uh, short-term, meaning the week, 
uh, one immediate long-term, which is through the end of that month, and then one that's maybe through the quarter. Um, and I, like I said, the further ones out, you know, it's really more of a glance just to double check. Am I still in check? Because things come up during the week and you jot a date down and say, oh yeah, I can do that. You know, oh, oh yeah, the doctor calls, oh, I can do that. And you, you know, just jot it down real quick and then you realize, oh shoot, I forgot I have another appointment, you know, on that day. Or I've got another plan that day. Or I've got another Zoom meeting, whatever it may be. So I, I, I spend my time doing that. And when I spend just focus in on appointments or daily activities, it really, once I get through the actual appointment piece to it, because it's not just the appointments, it's things that I may have to schedule for me personally, whether it's scheduling my journaling time. And yes, I do. I schedule me time because I need to schedule me time because I don't want to forget about me. And the point of Monday mindset is we, you know, part of our focus is making sure that our mind is open to whatever journey and pivots and derailments that are going to come up when we're trying to prevent those. Inevitably, they happen because life is perfectly imperfect, like we are perfectly imperfect. So things do come up, they arise, they change, and you've got to pivot and you've got to know, okay, I can do this. And in order to get kind of get that real good feeling of I can do this, I'm not going to get fret over it, I'm not going to get worried about it, comes with good mindset, but you can't get good mindset unless you schedule yourself to make sure you got good mindset. So it, it, it is a cycle. And a lot of people just leave themselves dry, leave themselves empty, leave, put themselves last of the list. We're telling you, stop doing that. You should be first on your list. Now, some people say, wow, that sounds kind of selfish. It is not selfish. You have to make sure that you are in check with you that you've got checks, you've got balances, you've crossed your T's, you've dotted your I's, because that is going to show not only to yourself the importance of your own health and wellness and mindset, but it's also going to transcend to other people to say, oh, because I think too many, too many decades have gone by in our lifetime. You know, when you look back to the women, and I'm specifically now talking about women, not men, um, and this does apply to all, but this particular piece and that's going to lead into another kind of controversial subject but the point being decades and i'm talking decades ago women were like at the bottom of the list you know they were you know barefoot and pregnant stay home mamas you know made sure the house was running did all the housework the cleaning the raising of the children the balancing of the budgets while the man went out and worked that was a Typical heterosexual, I can't believe I have to say this crap, heterosexual family. Now, of course, um, we talk about partnership and sometimes it applies and sometimes it doesn't because I have a lot of uh, lesbian friends, I have a lot of gay friends and their partnership works the same, basically the same way as a heterosexual family uh, couple. You know, you have one that's more focused in the household. No, I don't think that's ever really going to change. Um, I think with lesbian couples, I would have to say just because they're women, biological women, uh, they tend to still have those women tendencies that I don't know if we're actually born with it. We just, you know, you just have naturally that nourishing, a little bit more of a nourishing uh, piece DNA to yourself versus a man, you know, they just, you know, they're, they're, they're doing their thing. And, and not that their thing is wrong, 
They think it's very much important, but they're doing their thing. So you typically have those types of households. So it's not selfish to say, hey, who's ever the main piece, whether you're the male, the female, whatever, the main piece to like say the household piece to it, the one that's kind of the director of the house, I should say, uh, you have to allow yourself time for meditation. Uh, if that's your thing, a lot of people think a little meditation is a little quirky, um, but you'll find that a lot of successful people meditate. And when you put that mindset out, so you've got a lot of athletes that uh, meditate, you know, and their meditation is not necessarily sitting in Indian style type of seating. I'm not sure if that's even politically correct to say anymore, right. but oh, well, I said it. Um, you know, the chanting, whatever. A lot of people assume that, the, that that's kind of meditation, which for some it is, which right. for some it is, but for a lot of successful, uh, and that doesn't mean that the other people that are doing it that way are unsuccessful. So I got to clarify that. What I'm talking about is like an athlete that's preparing for a game, uh, you know, a, a tennis match, swimming, uh, gymnastics, skiing, uh, snow diving, whatever it may be. A lot of people, you'll see them with the earplugs in. And what are they listening to? Most of the time, it's their jam, their music. And frequently, and I know this for, for verbatim for the Red Sox, when the player gets up right before he is being announced to go to the plate, um, the Red Sox, and I'm sure a lot of other teams do this, but I know for a fact that the Red Sox do this, but they'll play that, that particular person that's up to, the player that's up to bat, their favorite jam. It just gets you into that mood, your focus of yourself, what you need to accomplish, uh, get your juices flowing. And that's the whole point of money mindset is to get your juices flowing, totally juices flowing. And I'm going to let you interject. And then we're going to get into this controversial subject that Jim doesn't even know. Well, she knows about the subject. She just doesn't know I'm going to drop a bucket. So glad that um, I can speak. Um, <laughs> well, I want to address a couple things, you know, it takes a, a habitual routine to establish whatever your jam is, and that's okay. But getting into it is half the battle. And I've always said, and I will continue to say it, it is hard waking up early. Even though I automatically wake up, it is hard. Okay. The other part about meditation, um, a lot of people do look at those type of um rituals or routines as woo-woo. I get that. However, what a lot of people don't realize is that these practices have been around for thousands of years. So there is some habitual routine. There is something in the universe that quantifies that type of a practice. And if people benefit from that practice, you know, you could say woo-woo or however you refer it to, that's fine. I really don't care. But the point being, you know, establish a routine to, you know, get your jam going. You know, my jam happens to be, I just boom, wake up, you know, and I'm absolutely freezing when I wake up. That's the hard part of it too, for me as well. But it's, invigorating because I've accomplished so much more by the time that we get on to record the, the podcast. I've already, you know, done my journaling, I've done my affirmations, I've 
um, reading, and I'm still reading The If with, by Mark Batterson and uh, The 5 a.m. Club by Robin, Robin Sharma, which is absolutely amazing. So that fulfills me. That is my morning ritual. And of course, I got my exercise in. So moving right along, um, let's uh, talk about controversy. Well, we will, but you know, understand that not everyone can get in the what you get in in the morning. Um, oh, I know that. I know that. Right. So that works for me. Sure, right. I, I know you know that, but I want to make sure that our listeners and viewers, you know, everyone's to-do list or daily to-do list really has to match uh, not only your mindset, but what your, you know, what your daily schedule is like. So while one may look like this long list, oh my God, she's, you know, got this long list and she's accomplished it all before 8 a.m., um, that works for, for jam, but that may not necessarily be your jam. It may not miss, you may not necessarily be able to, to do that. Um, an important piece Jan did not uh, tell you is that she also goes to bed very early because she's up early. So mm -hmm. for some people, you know, they're up till nine, 10 o'clock at night getting all their stuff done. So really uh, don't feel like, oh, I'm less than because I can't get up as early as somebody else because they're getting all their, their things done. So we want to make sure whatever your schedule is, uh, do you, it's going to look different and that is okay. Um, just really kind of look, we want you to kind of push the envelope where you can push the envelope and say, you know what, I got to do better for me. Because when you, when you push yourself, uh, you're going to understand the necessary steps that it's going to have to take for you to kind of push yourself to get and succeed at that, whatever you were trying to go after, um, is also going to be a domino effect in how maybe you teach, whether it's teaching your children, whether it's teaching, if you're a teacher, your students, uh, maybe you're an instructor, maybe you're an entrepreneur yourself and you, you know, all entrepreneurs, even mindset and these uh, great inspirational, like uh, Tony Robbins. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them that you can list a name, Ray Higdon. Uh, they have a specific uh, dedication and sacrifice of their daily of making sure they're doing, doing them uh, in order to be do us for all of us for you know us what i call small potatoes next to them so understand that you work within what you work and that's okay yeah don't compare yourself to anyone else that works for me but yes. the point is to make that time for yourself and Absolutely. one exercise that people can do for that and and i think we've talked about this before was um that weekly notification that you get that says how long you are on your your mobile device, digital device, whatever we call it. Um, you know, if you're waking up, uh, and I know a lot of people, you know, have to get up early for work and they, they still travel to work. If you're waking up at say six o'clock and you're, you're rushing around to get ready, obviously that type of thing like that I do is not going to work. But if you're getting up at six o'clock and you're um, on the first thing you do is you're on your device, 15, 30 minutes goes by, kind of wind that back a little bit. You know, if your jam is the first thing getting up in the morning, I don't suggest it, but if your first thing is I'm going to, you know, go on my device for 15 minutes and then use that other 15 minutes to breathe or whatever you need to start some type of habitual routine for yourself. So molded for you not for anybody else exactly and the other thing i wanted to just add is if you did not catch our saturday 
Stealing Into Saturday podcast. Please tune in uh, and listen to Dr. Anthony. I actually had a few people that did actually tune in over the weekend and were really, really impressed um, and wanted to know if we were bringing him back. We will most certainly bring him back. Uh, he has a lot of good insights. And if you didn't catch it, I highly suggest you catch it uh, because it really gives a different perspective from a, a surgeon and his expertise and you know, the importance of mindset, knowing that he is, in this case, he is the last person that sees that patient awake before they're just about to go under. And the phrase that he used was uh, still stuck with me, and I'm, I'm going to probably not say it correctly, but I'll get to the meaning of it. Basically, this is the last breath they take before the next step of death. Basically, that's what it is. So it's in between that your your breathing your lungs your mind your body it, you know they're they're basically controlling it so that your body doesn't feel the pain of whatever surgery that you're having and the description i can't remember the line he used but it's really the next step before you would be you know caputo so um it, it's definitely a great uh great conversation we had with him uh, we were super excited and proud that he sought us out to actually be a guest. Uh, a lot of times we'll we'll hear a speaker or, you know, the different entrepreneur groups that we're in, you know, we'll resonate with somebody and we'll have that kind of that chat with them. And uh, a couple of times we've actually been approached, but this one, I would have to say by far, outside of a few of our, our normal, what we call re repeat offenders, uh, was probably one of the best podcasts to date that we've had. And he was yeah. just amazing just amazing so we're excited to have him back so controversial because you know obviously sometimes monday mindset is full with you know whatever controversy was going on in the weekend and of course the controversy had to do with of course the olympics which there's been a lot of i guess controversy with the olympics and um this particular um uh, Emma Wyatt, Wyatt or Wyatt, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, won the silver, uh, she's a silver medalist, uh, has been gold before, but she's, uh, you know, I guess in different, different uh, type of competitions, but won the um, silver medalist for the 500 um, freestyle event. Uh, actually, it was the NCAA championships, not the Olympics. I got to correct myself on that. So it was the NCAA, just the Olympics you know, are they're coming up or they were just over or something, right? They were just over the winter Olympics. So that's why I got Olympics on my brain. So there was a lot of controversy because a, uh, another person won, not going to give him the spotlight or her, the spotlight, uh, of announcing that person's name. Cause I don't want to, um, this is not necessarily what that person is about, but it was an interesting thing, uh, because, you know, we talk about biologically, when you think about, let's just take this particular sport in swimming, you will know that the women's 500 um, yard freestyle or any of their types of um, strokes that they're doing, whether it's the butterfly, freestyle, back, uh, I don't know what the other one is, breaststroke, whatever it may be. Um, their 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 time is always going to be shorter than a male's because biologically we know a biological man male is made up differently than a woman. Uh, in a lot of sports, you will see the same sport 
but maybe the rules are tweaked versus a male versus a female. Uh, it might not necessarily be in the scoring piece to it, but it may be in other things, uh, whether it's time, whether it's uh, modification, even golf, let's take golf. You know, where, where a male tees off is further back than where a female tees off. And there's a reason for that because biologically, a male is stronger. They're made up different. They have a different makeup. They have a different chromosome than a woman does, a lady does, a female does. Go ahead. And I want to add to that. And I have two words. Females have estrogen. Males have testosterone. And what builds muscles? Testosterone. Yes, right. women have, do have testosterone, but not as much as the male. Therefore, you know, sometimes I can't believe that, that we have these conversations, but they're good because they get me riled up. Continue. <laughs> okay. So the point being the, between the estrogen, the testosterone, the, you know, the, the Y chromosome, like the chromosome, everything, uh, there's a difference and there's a difference. So while women have busted their asses to get to the point of where we are even close to male sports, because male sports have always dominated sports, right? I mean, they just do uh, from a, from boxing to uh, triathlons to a, uh, you know, um, marathoner, whatever it may be, basketball, baseball, football, you name it. Uh, they just, you know, they dominate their sport. So it would be fair to unthink, and that's why you don't see biological females necessarily playing in, in the same league. They may be in the same sports. So while men have professional baseball, we have women's softball, professional softball. Uh, the NBA, we do have a women's league and we do have a men's league. Um, so, and, and, and I would say that's probably the only sport basketball I'm gonna um, kind of zero in on where I think they're more competitively equal or as close as equal to be. Uh, there's definitely a lot of women basketball players that can slam dunk, um, you know, can, can do the three-point shot uh, as, a, as a male. But it, and it's not to say one is better than the other. The point being is naturally the, the sports are going to be uh, outlined and done in such a way that represents both sexes to the best of their ability so then like i said you don't see females that are going into men's sports so of course in this case this is different um we we're, we're seeing on uh now i wouldn't say an onslaught but we're seeing a lot more transgender males that have transgender to female that are now in female sports so, so that was that is the controversy. Now I'm not going to say his name because I'm not going to give him any any. I'm not going to give her any platform. My thing with that, I'm just going to go by one thing. Um, in his biological sport, he was ranked 462, which is 
You're not even on the radar, dude. Okay. 462. You're not on the radar. However, now that he has transgendered to a she, and I don't, you know, and the whole point of this transgender thing, and this is probably going to sound kind of a little bizarro, and I don't know enough about the transgendering process, but if you still have the biological male parts, okay, and from what I understand, they tape it up. We're talking about, you know, the men's private parts, they tape it up. Um, and you can clearly see that his is taped up in the suit that I'm looking at, or she, it's taped up. Just because your mind says you identify, which is the, I think that's the word, you know, we've got a couple of different words from the last two years that we hate. I'm, I'm hating the word identify because you're not fully there. And, you know, my personal belief, and this is my personal belief, that when you start doing that, that's to me, it's mutilation of the body. Anyways, it's a disrespect to your body. You're mutilating your body. Um, that's my personal belief. My, not everyone's going to agree with that. They, they can argue that point all they want. For me, that's, you're mutilating it. You're, you're mutilating your body. However, um, I have no issue with somebody who thinks whatever they think. But if you still have, the biological parts of the biological DNA that you are made up of. And now you, oh, I identify. So you go from ranking 462 to being ranked number one. To me, it's a new form of cheating. So, and a lot of people are stuck on the whole transgender piece and he's, she's now in a, a, a women's division. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm not even really, I mean, yeah, that's the obvious piece of the controversy. I'm not thinking of that part. I'm thinking of it's a new way to cheat. You you can like tape up some body parts. And I'm sure there are some that have completed the process. And I'm I'm gonna go on the record of saying I don't know whether this person has completed the process. It doesn't appear to be just by you looking at the pictures. Does not appear to be. And I asked that question in another group. And I said, well, how do they, they, they you know, uh, some, some people that I know that uh, are involved in a particular transgender group said that's what they do. They, they actually just tape up their, their private parts because they haven't completed the... And when you have Bruce Jenner, who was actually in this sport and competed as a male, who we now know is Caitlyn Jenner, who has completed the process. If you have someone who's respected in this particular sport and he says it's wrong, this is coming from the horse's mouth. So Caitlyn Jenner has come out and publicly stated he does not think it is right. And it thinks it is absolutely an unfair advantage for a male who identifies as being a female who now is competing in this sport. Totally unfair advantage. He knows that, and this is his sport. And I think I would say he's the expert in both pieces of the story. So to me, the end result is why would someone do that? I mean, obviously, Bruce, when Caitlin was Bruce, he went a different avenue. He, you know, took him years to 
discover and come out and go that route. But it, it did not impact who he was within his sport. So I'm wondering what, you know, is that part of the story that no one's talking about? Is that a piece to it? Is this now a way for someone that's ranked low to now go be the dominant in a sport just by saying I identify with? So that's the controversy from my perspective. To me, it's just a new way of cheating. Well, there's so much I can say. I, I do believe it is a, a form of cheating. I can't even fathom, you know, I, I always look at, you know, what we went through as an ice skating family growing up and all the training that went into that. So these athletes, and I, I think you said her name is Emma, whatever her, yeah. It's so Emma, and I'm not sure that I'm, I'm not sure that I'm actually pronouncing her name right. Uh, it is uh, Emma Wyant, W-E-Y-A-N-T, Wyant. And she, and if you look at her pictures, she's just, um, and there was actually a couple of pictures. You've got the, the winner over here on the podium, and then you have the three women, or I think it's three, two or three other women that were um, also, one, you know, whether you have silver, bronze, whatever. And they're kind of all to their side. The, the size difference alone is remarkable, uh, you know, from from statue to you know you know height to you know muscle everything. You, you it's clearly you see the difference. Um, and I think she handled it with dignity. I'm sure, you know, like you know any true competitor, she's probably pissed off, and I don't blame her. I really don't because. I think at the end of the day, the issue I have with this is a lot of people will talk about that, you know, this person identifies and, you know, that person should not, you know, have their, you know, goals and dreams squashed because they identify with, you know, uh, and they, they're they trying to live their best versions of themselves. And I wholeheartedly agree that everyone on this planet, regardless of who you are, what your DNA, DNA is, should always be living their, their best version, but not at the expense of stealing someone's best version. Not out of the expense out of cheating someone's hard work for their best version. Not uh, at the expense of, you know, stealing that moment because you were focused on your best version, but you robbed someone else their best version, their, their moment in time. That's the part I have a difficult time with. Um, I, I, you know, the, the whole trans transgender topic, you know, that's to me, I, I put that to the side. That's, that's not even, you know, the, the obvious is there. So that's not even my issue. My issue is, is this now the new way to cheat? Um, because we should never cheat ourselves. We should never cheat our mindset. We should not cheat our health and wellness. That's why we talk about always focusing on yourself. Uh, making sure that you 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 are number one and you put yourself first in in your drive and your energy and your mindset in your in your work ethics, but not at the expense of robbing someone else those same things because they put in the work within their own realm within their own division. And I don't know why doesn't anyone talk about just have a transgender division? There's a men's division. There's a women's division. Have a transgender division. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm all for that. I'm not. All the all transgenders compete against themselves. Right. I mean, I'm not against. Uh, um, how do I say this? Your choice or a person's choice to be transgender. I wholeheartedly support that. Whether you want to be um, transgender or whether you want to be gay, I wholeheartedly support that. See, I don't even I don't even classify those two in the same category now, because you know, and, and the reason why I say that, I I asked, I like I, John and I have a lot of le lesbian friends, we have a lot of gay friends, and we said, look, you know, you know, we, we'll have those those very open conversations and. 99% of those that we know don't understand transgender. Uh, if you talk to a lesbian, a lesbian will say, I know that I'm attracted to women. I love women. And if you talk to a male, you know, I'm attracted to a male. I, uh, but they, they don't understand the whole changing the body parts and all that. They, you know, and those are only the ones that I've spoken to. So I'm not going to, again, blanket the whole. Um, so they, they struggle with the, the same things that a heterosexual couple will, will like, I don't understand it. But that's why I say even pushing that piece aside of it, um, when you are robbing someone and cheating someone and the reason why is why, you know, I have to identify to be the best version of myself. No one's saying don't do that. Of course, always be the best version of yourself, but not at the expense of robbing someone else their moment, their best version. Because here are you, you, she's been in this division all her life, working hard, working, you know, towards her goals. It's not easy to be, a, you know, become a gold medalist. And then you have someone who, in their own biological division, you know, for all intents and purposes, sucks, was no good. And when I and I, when I say that means not that the person is not good, but didn't measure up to being in the top 10 if you're ranked 468 so and 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 that does that does not mean that his uh his worth ethics were good uh just that meant that that uh 400 blah 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 you know people above you uh were, were more talented or were more naturally a better athlete whatever it may be uh because you know in the end of the day while our society is pushing everyone is a winner, not everyone's a winner when it comes to sports. You got a winner and you got a first place loser. So with that thought, someone said, well, you know, because the joke is, you know, especially in the, the, the cheerleading industry, which, you know, is a part of so many years, years and still am, the, uh, you know, second, it was the, the runner up was the first, first loser. Um, in this case, Second uh, is, is the gold winner in my mind. Um, second is the new winner because she, she, you know, while she didn't get that medal, uh, she got the silver medal. And, you know, I, I, I just, I, I, feel, I feel that this is a disservice to really find a, a new way to cheat. Because let's face it, what happens when a male or female take certain drugs to enhance their biological ability that's against the rules so where's the difference where's oh, the exactly exactly and i just want to clear clarify what i said earlier i support anybody's decision to be either gay 
or transgender. What I don't understand, completely don't understand, and maybe I never will, is why or how that happens to make a physical transformation for transgender. Uh, I'm trying to say that or put it out there as gently as I can. So I just wanted to clarify that. You have to, a person has to choose whom and what they want to be. But yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And on that note, Ooh, it's chilly in here. I might have to run around a little bit more um, and uh, we'll get the fire going. But anyways, Mindset Monday, go out and make a difference, not only for yourself and others, be kind, be gentle and come back tomorrow for, I think we're going on tomorrow night and then we're off for about five or six days. We'll figure that part out. And my name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters, and this is Carol, aka Naughty Bus, on this Monday mindset. Make sure that you put yourself, schedule yourself. Uh, it's so important to be the best version of yourself because when you're the best version of yourself, that is going to transcend uh, your positivity, your kindness, your paying it forward down to other people. And guess what? That's going to impact their day. We will see you tomorrow night for Triumph Tuesday. Hopefully a lot of people triumphed over maybe derailments today or we're going to find out. Take care, everyone. Have a good day. Bye, everyone.